When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny's Rocky in Review. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Great afternoon, everybody. The producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hey, fear is bad for you. It comes for you and you go go get it. It's good for you, though. Uh, Fear's the mind mind killer, you know? (laughs) And rounding out our group today is the one and only Sancho West. Only in America, baby. Only in America. (laughs) I didn't expect him at all. I can't wait to talk about this movie with you fine gentlemen. Of course, we have been doing Rocky in review. Uh, We were going to be leading into Creed, but now it's next year. So we have one more Rocky ahead of us with Rocky Balboa next week, uh, which is really exciting stuff all the way around. This has been quite the journey, quite the education for me and Andy watching this franchise for the first time. And nice little trip down memory lane right for nick and sancho west going through these films uh you can watch all of it on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com you can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review and we'll be right there for you if you wanted to get the show ad free and watch live as we record it you're going to want to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our patreon producers molecule and fargo brady have done uh today we're brought to you by me undies but i will tell you all about that later let's get right into it rocky five released on november 16th 1990 a whole five years after rocky four pretty wild to think about with rocky one coming out in 1976 andy i started doing the math on that thinking like wow okay cool that was you know 14 years earlier and i was like wait a minute I don't know. That's I just can't believe it. That's such a, a insane gap between these years. Well, right? we think about like compared to the Star Wars franchise, like uh, you know, go going thirty movie, thirty years in between prequels and sequels and all that shit. Um, and and this one, I think if they got to year four at that point, I would have been like, let's call it, <laughs> let's call this. We don't really necessarily need to move on with part five. That's just wild. I just can't believe that it spans so much. And then the next movie is not till 2006. So it's like, and here we are in 2022, about to be 2023, still coming out with these movies in the same universe. Uh, wild stuff. This, the runtime of this one was one hour and 44 minutes. It was once again directed by John G. Alvidson, who we know as the director of Lean on Me, but more importantly, the director of Rocky 1 and the director of The Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3. Uh, according to the director, Rocky was originally going to die after the street fight with Tommy Gunn. Cool. <laughs> the studio ordered them to change the ending, saying that iconic characters like Rocky Balboa shouldn't die. Uh, this one was once again written by Sylvester Stallone, who has directed the last couple of these movies. Music uh, returning Bill Conti, the same guy that did the kind of original Rocky movies, uh, not the last movie that was Vince DiCola, number four. Uh, he also was the guy that did all the Karate Kid films as well. 
Um, budget of 42 million on this one and a box office of 120 million dollars the lowest grossing film in the rocky franchise in a 2010 interview with the sun sylvester stallone said that he made the film out of greed uh in an interview with jonathan ross sylvester stallone was asked to rate each of the rocky movies out of 10 he gave this movie a zero Uh, 1999 time named the film as one of the hundred worst ideas of the 20th century so funny like wow (laughs) that is not even just movies fucking ideas jesus christ sasha west in a in a rare rare moment here at kind of funny you requested to go first with your thoughts on this film all right listen the gloves are off this is the worst movie I've ever seen in such a long time. I felt like Apollo Creed getting pummeled in the face by Drago in this movie while I was watching Rocky Five. It feels like a lifetime movie. It feels like I'm watching a Harmark movie. It feels like Stallone is not even himself. It feels like an alien came down from Earth pretended to be watch Rocky one for the first time and decided I could be in a Rocky movie and decided to be Rocky in Rocky five. This movie is bad. There's nothing redeeming about this movie. It doesn't matter. It just fundamentally is as bad. It hurts my soul to see such an iconic character go through this. It's as if someone decided to license the character of Rocky and say, you get Stallone and you get the original directors, you get the original music, you get everything about it. And they just threw it in the trash because that is what Rocky five is. It's as if Spider-Man, it it makes Sony Spider-Man look, look better, like a thousand times better than anything that they decided to do. It, It hurts my heart to see such an, a great character and throughout this entire journey for Rocky and review, the score, the music going the distance, uh, uh, you know, the training montages, everything going for it. I know we talked about how everything is so formulaic, but the formula was so good that when they toss it into what is Rocky five, it blows my mind that this movie was made. I'm glad that Stallone gave this a zero. I give it a negative 10. This goes all the way down. <laughs> this goes all the way down to the bottom. And this whole time during review, I'm sitting here like, yeah, you know, I love Rocky. Rocky's a classic franchise. I just forgot how bad Rocky Five is. And I it, there, there's nothing redeeming of, of this I- entire movie. And I just, there's this one scene that I realize that, yeah, this is bad, is when he's like, hey, how you doing, you know, Christmas here, Paul, you, what, what do you mean? We're all having a good time. He's just like, baby, the baby. He's like a bobblehead, Stallone. And I'm like, yeah, man. His brain's mush, dude. What do you, what do you, <laughs> dude, you, know? what do you expect, yeah. dude? Like, it's, that, was, that was my main problem when they decided to bring this realism, but the, the execution is just bad. The idea maybe was good, but the execution of making Rocky this problematic character that's facing these harsh realities of going back to the streets and this shroud of the 90s weird pump up the jam pump it up music it just doesn't fit bro you, Andy, don't, you don't like the hip-hop take me no, back no no snick i did not like it and i oh. love nostalgia for nostalgia's sake but there is nothing redeeming of this movie and i think I'm you're glad it's i over. think you're crazy sancho because when audiences <laughs> according to wikipedia audience is no, pulled by cinema score no, gave the film an average grade of an no. a no no when you look at the uh, amazon prime score why does it have like four and a half stars or four stars no it should be blank barren nothing that's my thoughts 
Andy Cortez, I really want to hear your thoughts as somebody that has not seen this movie before. You've been on this journey for the first time watching all these Rocky films. What do you think of Rocky five? I don't think this movie's that bad. I really don't. I really don't. I think the other movies have equally amount of dumb shit in them too. They're just <laughs> overall better thought of like watching this movie. It's not good. Don't get me wrong. It's, it really is not good, but I think it was just hyped up too much for me of the shit show that it was going to be. I was expecting maybe two robots this time. There's no robots in this movie. No fucking robots. Polly. There's no happy talking robots. There's no happy birthday, birthday pause that end up, you know, there's no robots getting banged by a human being in this one. Um, I was expecting the one last time. Way I think more. so. Oh, yeah. Polly was fucking the robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They talked about like changing the P- the parts, whatever. T- tying anyway, the tubes. I expected a lot more dumb shit like that. Instead, I got a movie that just didn't really have any ideas. It felt like a movie that was contractually obligated to be made and they just had to kind of think of something to do. Um, and I don't think it's like, I don't think it's the dumbest call to have this be the story for the movie. I just think the writing is bad. The acting is bad. Um, it's it's silly in a lot of ways. I think my favorite sequence in this whole movie is during the montage when he's training Tommy Gunn and his son is yearning for attention. His son wants to learn how to box too. And his son is like, dad, like, try, like dad, pay attention to me. I'm here too. And then we cut away to Stallone with Tommy Gunn in a headlock, giving him a noogie as if as if he's a 12 year old kid. <laughs> like it is there's there's a lot of stupid shit in this movie, but I don't like I can name a lot of other stupid shit in the other Rocky movies as well. Um, I still think it's bad. It's probably the worst one. Actually, yeah, it's the worst one. But I don't know. I was I was hoping for way worse. Like I was hoping for way worse in terms of like I'm laughing because it's terrible and I'm still being entertained in a way. I just think it's like not a good movie that it didn't need to be made. Andy Cortez. I have to go right after you. I was waiting to hear what you had to say about this. And I am right there with you. I was expecting Catwoman bad. And instead, I got the Karate Kid 3 bad. In some worlds, that means kind of good in a way (laughs) like let's be fucking real this movie sucks like this movie is not good i get it it's not good it is the worst of them i love how much fucking fun they had in the same way we get terry silver up in the ante so much more than anyone ever needed to in the karate kid franchise we get this motherfucker duke washington coming through showing up everywhere just being pure evil tim they're team rocket they're team rocket dude how did you get a microphone to hook up to the fucking dude it is so fucking funny and the whole time we've been watching these i'm like they're really just doing the same damn movie over and over and over they don't even give a shit and they have some hype moments here and there we get to this one about 20 minutes in i'm like what is going on like they're treating this as if they're up in the ante like are we about to get a fucking ladder match a triple threat match like this is wrestling now what is about to happen and the not knowing having not seen this movie before the twists and turns of like Tommy's being trained by Rocky. Tommy's gonna turn on Rocky. What's the kid gonna do? 
do. Is the fucking kid gonna fight Tommy? There's no the way. Kid was gonna There's fight. no way. There's no way they're gonna make that happen. And I did not expect out of anything that this movie would end with a straight fight between Tommy and fucking Rocky that street. lasted so long. And then they played the Rocky theme, but it was a hip hop version, and it was so fucking stupid. I had a great time with this movie. I legitimately enjoyed watching it more than I have enjoyed some of the other ones. Uh, not all of them. Uh, and real talk, like being critical, like yeah, this is not. It's not good. It's not good. But my God, was I led astray thinking that this movie was an absolute travesty. And instead, it is the fifth Rocky movie. And God damn, it lives up to that. <laughs> I God. Think, yeah, I think Sancho hit on something that I, I want to riff off for a second. Where he, he You talked about repeating the formula. But I actually think this was their uh, attempt to depart from the formula. Right. And I think that's where... To, so to that degree, I give them a little bit of kudos for, for at least doing something different. Is it a good thing? No, it's definitely not. Do I want did when I watched this when I was a kid, was I like, huh? So they they find the street. Are they gonna go to the ring? It's a Rocky movie. It's supposed to end with them in the ring. Nick, and then the it, movie just ends, and you're like, oh no. Nick, it's oh, kinda no. like wait, it's kinda like, wait, I'm not gonna be solid snake. I'm gonna be this Raiden guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was but but I, I I think there's a lot of things um that they tried that I respect. It just didn't work out, right? I like that this is sort of the origin of Rocky being a trainer. I think that's cool. It's fun to see him in that role. I think uh, Stallone has that sort of like childlike wonder of like, oh, I do have something that I can do now. I do have another shot at glory, but it's through uh, this other person. And I think you're going to see that maybe mirrored again later in, in the Creed films. Um, but what this movie fails or, or what it, what it unfortunately does is it creates just a slog of a drama. It's just not in any way, shape or form fun or entertaining. Not inspiring. To watch Rocky lose all of his money from some stupid reason. Why, why you would let Dude, do anything is ridiculous. Hallmark movie what? reason. Hallmark that is movie. the most ridiculous. So here's the it's thing. So, so, holy I mean, God. It does happen. It does happen. <laughs> no, it does. Like, I'm not going to say it doesn't, yeah. but it does. But, but Nick, real quick, I just want to say it's in line with that point. Like that, when that happened, I was like, oh, they, they aren't, I already know they're not going to explain this more. Like that is the reasoning. He's about to be fucking poor. And like, <laughs> we're it. done. Let's fucking go. But my favorite, thing like we've been talking about how these movies just mirror rocky's or stallone's life right as they like keep going up uh and it's like his rise his fall like all of that stuff like now he has a robot like it's just that robot was his fucking friend in real life like all that fucking shit right <laughs> we oh, get, my, my other thing that i didn't realize how much i love about these movies as they go on is how ridiculous the panel at the press conferences get every yeah, single time like why the fuck is paulie there why the fuck is, is adrian who there? are these press like, members so why are they yo so we deserve weird. an answer right now rocky we deserve that like shut the Who fuck up all, all i'll say is this i don't watch a lot of pre-fight press conferences i've been a part of a couple of them for the ufc when we used to cover the game and if anyone talked to their fighters <laughs> like these people yeah. the press talked to these fighters dana white would have had them killed like mm -hmm. straight up i have never heard any media outlet talk like this in my entire life and again i don't watch boxing pressers so maybe sancho maybe you could speak to that maybe they're fucking nope. insane but i would you would be kicked out and never allowed back in if you talked to one of the fighters as well i i, I wanted to touch on sancho and both nick talking about the the formulaic structures of a lot of these movies and that is definitely one thing that i appreciated not that i loved any of the outcomes but i loved the unpredictability of it when we watch the other rocky movies you know that there's you look at how much time is left in the movie and you go, all right, there's going to be a big fight at the end. And that's how this movie's going to end. Or when Rocky loses in the middle of the movie, you go, oh, there's going to be a rematch. And that's what the final fight's going to be. But in he in this movie, when Tommy Gunn beats Tommy, uh, what's the machine gun. That's a great name, by the way. Really dope. What, 
when Tommy Gunn beats what's his face? Uh, Kane. Kane. Oh, Union. Yeah. yeah, Union Kane. Yeah, when Con- both also. awesome names. Jesus Christ. When Tommy Gunn beats Union Kane in near like the middle of the movie, my mind is just going like, what? Like, what's happening next? How is this movie gonna end? Like, because I don't think it's gonna end in a normal boxing match. But if it does, that's still kind of like something that I wouldn't have predicted because I would have predicted this fight to be the end so like what are they going to do next again not that i like the outcome of any of it i think that the idea of fighting in a street is so stupid but it was entertainingly terrible uh still in a way um i just wish uh, i i'm i'm not right there exactly as as where tim is where like i wish this movie was just a little bit more stupid in order for me to me enjoy no, me it too, me too i honestly Giving it Karate Kid three is giving it a little too much credit. I, yes. I want to be yeah, because I we, we were, I was there. laughing the whole time at at Terry Silver well, in that movie. Terry it was Silver a blast. Was great, it's a blast. Well, they knew what they were doing. With that it's one, a fucking too. nutcase. This one, <laughs> this one, I think, I think is just a, a really, really odd mix of of ideas and actors, and it just doesn't. Unfortunately, it doesn't really work. I if you were to tell me, listen, I like the like he's a a, a fighter who loses all of his money because he has a crooked uh, lawyer or accountant. Hey, that happens. Right. That happens mm-hmm, to actors. Mm-hmm, that happens mm-hmm. to fighters. People get taken advantage of all the time. And then Rocky has to go back to his old neighborhood. That's interesting. That's an interesting setup for me. Right. How does his kid, who has only ever known wealth, adjust to that? I like mm-hmm. seeing that. Is he going to beat the shit out of the kid from Entourage? Why yes. the hell not? I don't know. Um, that's that's all stuff that I find fascinating. And then, oh, Rocky's got this young upstart kid who's, who's him basically from 20 years ago that wants to train him. Cool. But then you start picking it apart, and you're like, this Tommy Gunn guy, who I believe was a real boxer, Yes, right? he was. Yes, yeah. correct. Not a good actor. Not a compelling person to watch at all. Not likable, really, in any way, shape, or form. And yeah. I really wish they had just, like, you compare that, and of course, no future spoilers, but you compare that, you have to compare that with Michael B. Jordan. It's like, no, get the fuck out of here. Michael B. Jordan is so much more of a well-rounded, right. like, talent, and he's way more charismatic and charming to watch, and you needed to sort of fall in love with that person like we fell in love with the original rocky whereas tommy's just kind of annoying he can't really act the mullet admittedly tim on yeah, incredible glorious. really good incredible glorious. Good. it was good um, <laughs> glorious but uh but you know the movie overall is it's just really it, it sort of is at odds with itself because it wants to be a hard-hitting drama it wants to be rocky really coming to terms with the fact that he's once again having to prove himself that he's not a bum on the streets of philadelphia but then you've got these absurdly cartoony villains that on the other side are like, well, saying let's screw him, saying like, eh, eh. and you're like, what? Like, there's that one guy that's like the henchman. Like, why the fuck is this guy in the movie? What is Dude, happening here? And I'm telling that so ridiculous. There's this woman, this woman that is just like his his. There's the right hand guy, and then there's the left hand woman who just will do this do Washington's dirty need. work. <laughs> but my favorite thing is, it's I swear to God, it feels like she was green screened in to every scene, and like the premiere uh, edit timeline got like pushed a little bit because <laughs> she always feels like she's not responding to people or having a conversation people are talking and then she'll just say something in the background that like it's like three seconds off of when she should have said it like oh my god man i i really wonder like from what i understand he said he was made out of greed and they try to put the band back together again they try to capture they put it back in philly they they literally drug meredith burgess out of the grave it felt like and they woke him up and they try to get him in this mickey at the very end but the, the thing about the reason why that it, it it bums me out and i feel like a bum watching this movie it's because the iconic character of rocky is just put in this weird place and it just feels like stallone is just pretending you could see he's acting like rocky like this idea of rocky 
that's who he is. And it just doesn't make sense. It, it, it literally, in a flash, it goes from Rocky Four to him shivering in the shower to... Which is a great scene. Which is yeah. a great scene. And then to, and to him, to all of a sudden just dropping everything that the way he was in Rocky four to acting like Rocky in Rocky one, it just felt so jarring, especially seeing Rocky one, two, but, three, and four to get to that was strange. And I just didn't, I just didn't buy it. And it felt, it's, it felt problematic for me watching the whole time. It's, it's interesting though, because like, if you said, look, this is the first five minutes of the movie. I'm like, Holy shit, this is really fucking real. Right. And then he comes home and, and his kid goes, does dad seem a little off to you? And you think to yourself, wow, is this movie really going to be about CTE? Like, is it going to be a commentary on what happens to boxers in their later mm -hmm. life? And they could have just been like, yo, he's just going to be what Apollo was, like, where he's like, he can't really fight. He's a little too old. He's, he's a bit off, and the doctors won't clear him. And then this new kid comes into his life and gives him a, another a reason purpose, to go at it right. and get a new purpose. But instead, right. they're like, no, nope, he's got to fight him at the end. And it's like... <laughs> What happened to if you get punched a couple more times in the brain, you fucking die? Right. I, oh, oh, I guess that doesn't matter bare when you're on the streets. Also. Bear, right, yeah, yeah, bare, bare knuckled, uh, hitting concrete, getting tackled through chain link fences, and like, it just, it, it's just so categorically like it. It just needed like pare it down to a more simple idea and find the heart yeah. of it, which is that Agreed. Rocky's struggling to find a new lot in life. Andy, what were you gonna say? I, I think that hearing that Stallone was really disappointed with this as well. You got to assume that it had to have been devastating to use the Mickey card on this movie. Yep. Like that, uh, that ammo has been in the chamber and it's just like, when are we going to bring back this Mickey card? When are we going to have fucking Yoda talk to Luke in this moment <laughs> or whatever? And you got to, it, it's got to suck that it was wasted on this movie for that. Not saying that, you know, Meredith Burgess would have been alive in the following one or whatever, but it just, it feels like you had something good there. You had a you had a good concept there of just talking to the old wise Jedi master, and for it to be wasted on this movie is kind of a bummer. It definitely is. And on top of that, like to Nick's point about the shower scene, like being really good and like in a different movie, like after th that moment, it could have been something really special. I really love the end of it where Adrian is talking to Rocky and like he's like clearly fucked up. He's like, I just want to go home, Mick. Mm -hmm. Like. We didn't need to see him. We didn't need to see Mickey. Like we just no. needed that one line was like, that's everything we need to know about like where his, his psyche is at at that point. I was like, dude, this is, this is pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. But uh, well, we needed to see Mick so that we could introduce the necklace. That was going to be the, You're right. like, the thing. <laughs> You're right. We that's got honestly, the dice. The, the dice, that's baby. the only reason why they did it, which was interesting to, to say the least, because again, I like the dynamic between him and Tommy and, and, and Robert, like, I think it's interesting that it makes sense. Rocky's like, oh, my God, I have this new shot. And, of course, he promised his son he'd always be number one. And the kid takes a very quick side uh, second to everything else uh, that's happening. It's it's it. There's the ideas in this are good. They're just so poorly executed. And it really does feel like it starts to feel like a money grab. And it's it's, it's sad. Uh, before we get to the plot, of course, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to get this show ad free. But for everyone else, here's a word from our sponsors. 
This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes. I love Me Undies. It is very rare, if ever, that you'll see me not wearing Me Undies head to toe. I'm wearing the Me Undies shirt. I'm wearing the Me Undies lounge shorts. I'm wearing the Me Undies socks. I'm wearing the Me Undies undies. Of course I am. Everyone knows Me Undies for their super soft undies and comfy bralettes. But did you know that they make other stuff too? They have daily tees, shorts, rompers that add a little silky softness to your every day. They even make hoodies for your dog. You know that Toretto and Moose be rocking those as well. MeUndies is your destination for all things soft and sustainable. For any first-time purchasers, you get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. You're not going to regret it. You're going to love MeUndies just like I do. MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. Andy, hit it. Plot. Here's the plot. Here's the plot. Here's the plot. Rocky Five. Oh, I thought he was going to do the thing replay. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I don't See, know why this, you. Why would you, you think that? I've never done that. Before. This is wow. the movie that breaks the trends, everybody. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Nick and Andy are going to have a street fight. <laughs> wow. I need the '90s beat behind that too. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> incredibly insulting. Uh, Rocky wins the Cold Bear War, but at what price? Rocky, go to the hospital. Why would they not take? After that beating, for sure he would have gone to the hospital. But he's like, mm-hmm. no, instead he's in the shower uh, and he's shaking and Adrian finds him there. And he says something inside of him Wait. is broke. And that thing is his brain. A What's fully up, nude Rocky, by the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. we get it all. We so get it all. naked. Very, Andy, I mean, hit the song. I mean, do we see the abs though? Make a bun song right now, man. <laughs> Make buns, a butt song? Buns, 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 buns. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Buns, 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 where we see Sylvester Stallone's buns. Man, they look good. Those things are pert. That's the word I'm going to use for that, Tim. Pert. pert. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I agree. Yes. I concur. He looks pert. great. Uh, he looks great. This scene is terrifying, though, because yeah. we've never mm-hmm, seen Billy mm-hmm. Rocky this vulnerable. He can't stop his hands from shaking, and all mm-hmm. he wants to do is go home. Of course, when he gets there, uh, Rocky returns home, and apparently he's been gone for so long that his son has not only Miller's aged planet, five dude. years, <laughs> but is a completely different person, just a completely different actor. Welcome Sage Stallone. Stallone. <laughs> yes. Sage Stallone, Sylvester's real-life son, portrays his character's son in the film. Uh, in Rocky Four, he was portrayed as a nine-year-old child, whereas Sage was 14 at the time of filming, making him a teenager in Rocky five despite it taking place just days after the events of rocky four <laughs> you gotta strange. fucking love it man it's funny because when i watch this obviously they were so far apart from rocky four rocky five like who cares it, it, it doesn't matter <laughs> when you watch them back to back week to week you're like <laughs> what alternate dimension did drago knock him into where his Dude. son is like 10 years older <laughs> well on top of that too there's like there's other choices they make that i'm like you guys you're the ones in charge of naming characters and of making these decisions so what i'm about to read you is truly bizarre Tony Mm. Burton briefly reprises his role as Duke at the beginning of the film. However, during his scene, Rocky refers to him as Tony. In the credits, Burton's credited as playing Tony as opposed to Duke to avoid confusion with the George Washington Duke character. I literally just wrote that down here. I was like, why would they name this character Duke? There's another character. And it's not like it's a random dude. Like, Duke is his trainer now. Duke is like, spoiler, you know, like Duke... You never know when he's going to come back and play a major role to inspire Rocky to go win. It's so and weird. Wh- yeah, why are they acting like they had no other choice? Like, you, you, 
you're trying to write yourself out of a hole that you dug like it yeah it's just name well, the guy I, a different I, thing it's not like it's not like the novelizations came out and that Tommy right. Gunn's we agent name was Duke, so and you had George to like R. R. Martin thing. Yeah, why well, are you so, trying to retcon this? <laughs> this is going to be dumb, but this is my theory on this. Right, this character is obviously an analog for Don King. Yes, and Don you have King. you can't call him King, so you got to call him what? What's better? What's the next best thing to the King? I guess Duke. Duke. You could have called the Prince. I don't know. Yeah, it's very very weird. But for, Donald Prince, yeah, or some shit. It's it's just a baffling idea and it's one that you that clearly stallone was like who cares just just do it just do the thing let's get this done and make some money also i don't think from this point i guess we've seen him with his shirt off but i was gonna say i don't think he really trained that hard for this movie um because he doesn't really you don't really see him beyond this right anyway uh i digress rocky gives a press conference george washington duke interrupts to pitch him on the idea of fighting union kane uh and i would say no but i'll tell you what man when he says what the name of the fight's gonna be, letting it go in Tokyo, I'm like, damn, that's love- pretty lit. It's it's pretty lit, it. but I also love that this guy immediately is just like, all right, he's an even more cartoony uh, like version of Creed, and he's just everything like the letting it go in Tokyo. I'm like, all right, cool. I guess that's the direction we're going. But this what? entire press conference scene is so funny to me. He gets off the plane. Rocky's theme is playing in universe, which I'm always a fan of. They have this yeah, band very bad playing, playing Rocky's theme, diegetic. Yeah. <laughs> then, then they get into the press conference, and like I've been thinking about it. I'm like, it's weird that you know Polly's here, and then the next movie, it's weird that Adrian's here. The fuck kids at this press conference like the goddamn kid is sitting next to him on this fucking panel and i'm like who decided this this is weird and then we have this guy this journalist who's just like what you gonna do hey you gotta tell us what you're gonna do what are you gonna do how many gonna times do, is he gonna uh, ask man sit down we deserve <laughs> answers it's this is so bad i mean i'm trying to think about what was stallone doing in his career and he just runs into a weird like stint in his career after this he does stop or my mom will shoot that so you bad. understand that he's in a weird lull and um, there's another movie he did called Oscar where he plays like this mafioso boss. <laughs> I like Oscar. I remember liking that movie. Was right, like, yeah. right. <laughs> but cute. I think I think he's in that mode because he's so jovial in this mode. He's that Rocky that's so happy to be around people. But what I mean is like the transition, like I wish he delved into like he slowly like sit in that Reverted. moment. He like sit in that moment of him being broken because he's like, overwhelmed this press conference he has the shades on which he still looks great in he's walking the aviators and like they're bombarding him with this crazy uh press conference from hell but i just wish he was more in that moment because then immediately when it transitions to the next scene nick it's like it doesn't feel like we we sat in that sad moment for too long at all it's very weird god this looks terrible Uh, (laughs) oh no another tommy gun though I mean, oh, wow. Andy, listen, I haven't seen this movie in probably 30 years, maybe 20 years. You'd still love it. But I got to tell you, 10 out of 10. You're going to watch it tonight. You're gonna- I, might, I might do a double feature of Down Periscope and Austin. God, I can't <laughs> <just> you. <laughs> the other night on Discord, I like went to go wash dishes and then I came back and Down Periscope was playing. <laughs> And what's funny is Mike watched it again after that because, <laughs> quote, I couldn't really focus on what was going on. I had to watch it again. Um, uh, Kelsey Rocky, Grammer, bro. of course, blows them all off and, Ad- and thanks Adrian for sticking by his side. Then he heads back to their place in the East Coast and Rocky Jr. is like, hey, is that a little off to everyone? And it's like, who are you, kid? What happened to my other job? <laughs> like, oh, wait, you're a little off. Yeah, <laughs> you were crazy. Uh, and then this is the closest thing. That, again, I, I think... 
to your point, I said this is the closest thing we've seen Rocky being Rocky from the first movie, but Rocky from the first movie is very, very jovial. And it's, it is kind of weird that he sort of reverts back to that. Um, I don't think it was done intentionally. I just think that's how Stallone chose to play the role. I mean, I definitely, uh, I think it was entirely intentional. Like this is the reunion of the director and all that stuff. Like they're essentially like, let's just make a sequel to Rocky one and just pretend the other ones didn't happen unless the plot points had to have happened. Yeah. Fair, fair. Uh, Good point, Tim. Let's see. Rocky Jr. really likes drawing boobs. Uh, Dude, he's at no. that age. <laughs> Hold on. They walk up in this fucking room. He's talking to this kid, right? And he sees the folder and he looks and he sees one thing and he turns around and he sees the, the, the most ridiculous boobs I've ever seen. And like, I swear to God, I had to stop for a second and be like, am I watching like the scary movie version of Rocky? Like, that felt like a parody joke, right? Where it's just like, he keeps going. It's just more weird, wacky oh, it's things. Like- or, or or like a sort of edit that somebody makes where they just like <laughs> after effects out yeah. when he's looking. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> this is a fucking such scene. a weird choice, dude. Uh, <laughs> the way he's like, he's like, hey, you know, well, well, you keep going, you draw me a note, draw one for me, you know? and I'm like, what are you doing? That's what? that's my that's Why? my teacher. Like, what you're just posing like, nude for you? What the fuck? <laughs> Like you could imagine a different take of this where Rocky just kind of delicately puts it down and just goes, oh no. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, later that night, uh, all hell breaks loose because Polly, for whatever reason, has the power to give their uh, their their accountant power of attorney and the guy robbed them blind. They're broke. Uh, let's see. All they have left is the, uh, that is unencumbered is mixed gyms. That's all they have. Uh, the lawyer, and then they get, we get to this very strange, hold on, Sancho, I got to get this out. We get, get to out. this random panel of lawyers who it's like, what about this? And they're like, listen, I got an answer for that too. Everything you think that you could to, to get you from fucking living back at your old place, we've already thought of, and we're going to have an excuse for why that can't be the case right now. And it's so stupid. Uh, Sancho, what were you going to say? I have a question for you, Nick Scarpino. Yeah. You you are, you know, your cinematic knowledge, your your editing and all that sure. background that you have. Um, why does this movie have Fade the Blacks? Why? And there's just so many of time. That's what they want to do. It, it those are those are used in this to show that like this didn't just happen the next day, right? There's a little fade to black and we fade up and we're supposed to be throw, that, like to the viewer, like okay, well that means a couple weeks have gone by. They've done some research and this is what's really really happening. We we had the Star Wars wipe. That leaving cooler. the press leaving the press conference we had this slow kind of wipe. <laughs> it was really awesome. <laughs> that is that is very very strange, but. <laughs> But why? Because it felt like I'm expecting, like when I'm watching it uh, on Amazon Prime at this or whatever AMC Plus, whatever it's on, I'm sitting there watching it, and all of a sudden it does a fade to black. I'm like, is there a commercial about to play right now? (laughs) (laughs) Am I I about to get a commercial? But they just seem like they just hit so many times. I felt like that's what made it like lazy execution with these fade to blacks that happened sporadically throughout the entire movie. It's 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 clunky at best, I'll tell you that. But either way, they're like, "Listen, Rock, uh, you got really no no choice. You should take this fight with King because it's right. payday, and you can just dig yourself out of this." Uh, Adrian, of course, was like, "No, you can't do this. I know you're fucked up. I want you to see a doctor." If the doctor signs off, she's like, "Oh, you can fight him. Fine." Unfortunately, not one, but two doctors. There's just needs to be a panel of people there to to tell Rocky that he's he's got brain damage, and these Dude. guys are like, these guys look like they're straight out of a fucking comedy. And on top of that, again, this was a line that felt like a scary movie thing where Dr. One goes, words, 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 brain damage. And then Dr. Two goes, what he's trying to say is it's brain damage. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> did I just see? <laughs> and then Adrian goes, well, the, he couldn't possibly get licensed in any state, right, doctors? And the doctors are like, that is correct. He couldn't possibly get licensed in any state. So there's no possible way Rocky could fight again. And well, I mean, Rocky, I think, uses the sound sort of rebuttal and, and advice that I always use for myself, the self-advice, where I'm just like, yeah, but you could be wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody's but wrong every why, once in a while. Honestly, like. <laughs> that's why there's two doctors. That's why, that's how stupid this movie is, is they were like, well, if there's one doctor, he could be wrong. And of course, if Rocky were Rocky, he'd go for a second opinion, right? But then what if we put two doctors there? It's nine out of ten doctors believe he has brain damage. <laughs> so many doctors. Okay. So, Where's that? I got to find that one. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but of course, Adrian breaks it down. And she says, listen, if you care about someone, uh, you, you, you live for, you, sorry. If you care about somebody, you live, you live with them, you live for them. You don't gamble with their life. Rocky, I don't care about the money. It's you. That's all that matters. And so he's like, all right, I'll officially retire. And they sell everything. And it's really sad, especially when, uh, stage Stallone's just sitting on his old motorcycle and some guy's like, Hey kid, get the fuck off the bike. <laughs> somebody bought that. I, Dude, I don't know. missed opportunity, man. I was sitting here. I'm like, Oh my God there's an auction they're gonna fucking sell the robot it's gonna happen we're gonna hear them. Yeah, they true. didn't do it i mean and i was like no my robot just, <laughs> as the truck goes happy birthday Polly. <laughs> remember me Polly. i'd never forget you i thought that this entire scene would have been better if they all ended up uh at planet hollywood at the very end all the memorabilia yeah. could have been incredible it could have been incredible and i'm pretty sure 90 percent of it did yes it did uh rocky heads back to the street i'm sorry from here we get a scene where rocky is digging through all their old things in the attic uh, and he finds his old hat and adrian's old glasses and uh, we get a little flashback of her wearing them and then he asks uh her to talk to to robert jr rocky jr uh, while he goes for a walk because the kid's not taking it very hard very well and then rocky heads back to the streets wearing exactly what he wore 15 years ago which is so weird and such an honest to god confounding it's so choice. jarring it's, it's so jarring, jarring. because that's when it jarring. starts feeling like a parody where you're like yes nobody else does adrian's like i'm not wearing those fucking glasses those are from like 19 but he tries giving them to her like they they went too far and even an attempt there where it's like we we get it just and show even, like <laughs> paulie has his hat remember he has his little <laughs> oh bucket god, hat he right. has the same hat you <laughs> <laughs> very strange uh he remembers his time with mickey of course he, we get a flashback of uh, of burgess meredith and they they got him out of his armchair to come up and do the scene unfortunately with a, and it's all new footage and uh, yep. mickey says listen if i wasn't here i'd probably be wouldn't be alive today he tells rocky uh, that rocky is his motivation for keeping on living and it's endearing and then he's like listen i'm gonna give you my most prized possession i just happen to have it in this ring even though we just finished training um this is a a, a cufflink from rocky Machiano. Uh, that he used to wear, I put it on a necklace, and he says, this is going to be like a little guardian angel around your neck that whispers to you uh, whenever you're down, uh, get up, you son of a bitch, because Mickey loves you. This flashback, or, what? Well, yeah, I guess flashback, it takes up half the runtime of this film. It's long. It is long. It is but mad long. But when Burgess Meredith says, get up, you son of a bitch, because Mickey good. loves you. And now look, here's the thing. We've spent four movies now, me and Andy, being like, we want a little bit of setup and payoff in the cheesy way. They gave it to us. They did. So you know what? Maybe we were assholes for asking. Dumb. <laughs> dumb I regret dumb. it. <laughs> and, and shout out to, to Meredith Burgess. We need, I don't know when, when Kind of Funny is exhausted every movie on the planet, Grumpy Old Man in Review would be amazing because <sighs> Meredith he's Burgess in that? is the oh, goat. Yes. He's the dad. He's the dad. He's oh, the best. Shit. He has, yes, he, has a, he has a whole scene of outtakes where he just does euphemisms for sex. Yes. And, and, and it's great. 
and it's great. Yes. Dude. Uh, hearing Burgess Meredith say, I'm not, you know what? I'm not even going to repeat it. Anymore, <laughs> some of them are just too bad. But anyway, we should all watch those movies. They're great. Yep, uh, yep. Now, Tim, I have a question for you. Please give When you started me. this movie, mm-hmm. did you expect the hip hop version of Take Me Back? <laughs> You know, I didn't, and I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. You're hating for no fucking reason. If we can love the goddamn synth in the last movie and we can appreciate all the choices they made, I love that these movies feel like the time that they were made in. Like, this very much is. It's 1990. It is not the 90s. It is not the 80s. It is right in. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. Like, (laughs) the scenes of them walking down the street that last 10,000 years too long. This whole movie feels like a 90s sitcom. And I'm like, you know what? Give me them jams. Okay, okay. Give me those fucking jams. Tim, Tim, if you're Mm going to do it, you do it right. You get the 90s artists. You get, go ahead, pay the money to get Snap Power. Dude, I want it. I want Pump Up the Jam. I want the classic 90s. If you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Don't try to force it in because it doesn't work it just doesn't work uh rocky moves back into polly's old place and polly's like hey good thing i kept this right it's like what what <laughs> uh and then it's all super depressing because the whole town's there like hey welcome back rocky and he's like you guys are all fucking horrible losers <laughs> uh george washington duke calls them and tells adrian he can he can help her live like a human being again and she dumps him back and dumps him back on him and says we're living like human beings you should try it uh the next day they walk uh, Robert to school and tell him, uh, he's like, listen, man, you're in the fucking jungle now. Everyone's going to try to come take a piece of you. You got to watch out for people, kids that are going to scam you. And since you're kind of a preppy nerd, man, they're just going to eat you alive when you go in there. Uh, and then Rocky oh, tells him. it's a deception. This yeah, kid, man, this, this kid. fucking nerd ass kid. Like, I can't believe that his sole characterization was let's just make this kid a loser man like they went all out every single thing he said or did built this perfect narrative where i'm like oh man this is not gonna go well for you and then they do the spider-man 3 thing yeah and then now he's bad the he earring. has this fun little i lived through the 90s nobody wore that earring no one, <laughs> they didn't no wear that one. Earring. i mean look we've we kind of got what we're used to with cobra kai we got the the good to the bad to back to good again and it's yeah, like well how do we like, make him look bad give him the earring <laughs> look dude subtly is how you do it right true you don't take a kid who has incredible diction like a shakespearean actor and then mm. turn him into tony monero from <laughs> staying alive i miss them yaji well she never did anything bad or whatever like when he's smoking a cigarette he's like he's like where did, he, where did you start smoking now he's like hey why don't you step off me Holmes? like what, what, what are you talking about it's so it's so bad and it's not sage's fault it's just no, the direction they should have just subtle things would have gone that way i think he tried to be like rocky that's why he was trying to go for the hey i doing but i would like to point out another thing another thing that this movie has and i blame this andy because again once again they went to the future they saw a review they went back to the past to make this movie is that they injected so much rocky isms and he started giving these speeches he thought you know what I saved the world from cold war i'm gonna give every kind of speech opportunity i have and it's your fault, Andy. It, it, it is my it fault. Is. It is I your love, fault. I love the Rockyisms, and as soon as we get that first sequence before he even breaks bad, when the <laughs> when the kids in bed, we have like the he talks about the nude French teacher, and and then Rocky tries to do the joke. He's like, "Dad, that's an old joke." He's like, "Oh, you know, I don't really know things. I don't yeah. know, really know." And as soon as I heard that line, I was like, "Ah, oh, man, he's trying to re- recapture that magic, and it's just not there anymore, man. Not there." Well, I'll tell you what is here, everyone. Back at the gym, waiting for him. Tommy, the machine gun, is waiting for Rocky. He wants Rocky to train him. 
George Washington Duke interrupts them to pitch them hard again. They guarantee. <laughs> I love it. it. He's, he's just there. there. He just comes dude. out everywhere, man. And like, not only is he just there, there's something about it that this might have been how it was in Rocky One, and I just didn't know. And they shot it in a way that didn't make this explicitly clear that the bar that Rocky goes to, uh-huh. the gym mm-hmm. that they go to, the are legitimately up. right across the street from each other. Fuck it, the stairs with the statue, they might yeah. as well have been just right it's there. Right there. It, they make Philly feel <laughs> so... Right the pet shop is right yeah, there. Yeah, like, yeah. It feels so small. The first movie, we see this motherfucker walking with his ball, like, miles and miles and miles. You get the idea that he's, like, a, a cool Greg type. He's just out in the streets yeah, he's yeah. doing his right, thing. Here is just, like, it's the Disneyland version of the Rocky universe. Yeah, you, you never want what you imagine the parody to be that close to what reality is where yes. like in my like in my imagination the parody is like where the fuck do you keep coming from <laughs> like you're everywhere everywhere i go you're here to like challenge me in some way you like it's it again it reminded me of team rocket i don't know how he commandeered the pa system with his own microphone <laughs> um of course rocky interrupts this uh she comes over from the pet shop and tells him tells him to go pound sand uh and rocky and adrian argue rocky wants to know why she went back he's like well, why did you go back to the pet shop and he goes i got he's like i gotta go i gotta do this you don't gotta do it and she said i went back there because i wanted to be here so i could be close to you and it's like oh man how can you argue with that and then he says, yo, Adrian, do we ever leave this place? She goes, I don't know, man. <laughs> and then Tommy's just still there. And he goes, hey, so you going to train me or what? It's like, dude, read the fucking room. <laughs> read the room, <laughs> bro. <are> doing, <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm from Oklahoma. I don't want to bother you, but I got nowhere else to go. But Tim, did you get Lucas Black vibes from this man? Oh, my God. Yeah, entirely. Like this dude, you guys are right. It's like he, I couldn't believe they were going with him as the lead. You know, like immediately when he starts talking, I'm like, there's something up with him. I will say I didn't expect him to turn on Rocky. I didn't expect the movie to go the way that it did. Pretty much immediately, you're like, oh, he's a bad cookie. But I thought Rocky was going to help him overcome that. I did not expect him to go the direction. So it's like, Lucas Black, here, this dude. Similar but different. Similar but different. The thing about this, this is the start of Stallone using real athletes in these roles like tommy gunn was a real boxer and his name was tommy morrison of course rest in peace tommy morrison not around anymore but th- this is the start of him he saw him he was an undefeated fighter he was doing really well liked his boxing style and he cast him in this movie but the thing about it is you'll see in later stallone and rocky movies it's like it doesn't work so much to have these athletes that don't know a lick about acting to be in these pivotal roles i think nick uh, said it the best is like if he was likable, if he was charming, if he was like this country bumpkin that was mad charming, I think we would have been, we would have felt a little bit more as like, dude, Stallone, you're holding him back. You should be happy that he's with this experienced seasoned promoter. Who yeah, just it's, pops it's up weird. Right. And, and, and we get to that moment where in this movie, and we'll get there shortly, like, shortly mm-hmm. where he's like, when am I going to get my title shot? And Rocky's like, oh, you're not ready. We're not ready. Right. He's why is that even people. his, but like, right. why is that even his? decision to make rocky's just a trainer yeah like, i guess yeah i guess he's his manager quote unquote but he's not a boxing promoter no like it's not he's not even his purview i'd be like rocky you're not you're not that, you're not on, at the table making deals on my behalf you're just managing my physical and, and mental well-being mm-hmm. somebody else has to come in and do that i thought i, I thought I the same thing i just thought it was a cheap way to make stallone look like he was being like he was holding him back i yeah, thought right. it was just a cheap way to kind of cause a rift in between them Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, Washington and his cartoon villain cohort scheme on how they're going to get Rocky one day to fight. Uh, meanwhile, E from Entourage kicks Sage's <laughs> ass and steals his coat. And I love seeing a young Eric Connolly in this. It's so good. Why not? Again, with another banger of a mullet. Uh, oh, good. 
we cut over rocky has the gym back up and running and tommy spot stops by to show him what he's got and then tommy immediately rages out on a sparring partner despite everyone single person including the sparring partner being like yo fucking stop Chill the fuck what out. are you doing <laughs> and paulie's like oh this kid's crazy i smell opportunity and the rest of us are like i smell a major red flag of a psychopath yeah that's we the put this odor the of opportunity is what yeah, he said and i'm like i can't hate this bad guy ragu bagu's gonna okay. be pretty interesting boys <laughs> my favorite thing about rocky training is just so comedic it's because the whole time Stallone's like hey tom you gotta move your head like a met you know a you gotta go back more you gotta block i'm like Bro, you didn't block a single exactly. sign in your why entire we're career. Preach to the choir, dude. <laughs> no, but it's like, but you know, Sancho, it's kind of like how I would coach golf. Mm. Like, I can't replicate it. I could tell you how to be a good golfer, but I can't okay. really do the things myself. The difference <laughs> is there's footage of him being smacked in the face a thousand times a million times <laughs> very true uh tommy wants rocky to be his manager but rocky's like i'm not a manager mick was a manager i was always managed and he wishes him good luck uh after school somehow i managed <laughs> yeah uh jewel tries to make up to rj and they become friends uh and this shot is the worst uh dolly shot i've ever seen in my entire life it is very shaky and very weird and it's ridiculous just... it lasts so long and this it's is so just hip-hop music playing and they're just like walking down the street it's like Oof. this is this a it's fucking a tough sitcom like what is happening man uh and then she tells robert he's got a nice butt and he immediately falls in love with her yep. uh tommy works. waits for rocky and gives it one more shot and he says all i'm asking That's for love, is a chance. what do you have to lose uh, he goes he goes and rocky fires back he says what do you have to lose what if i don't do good right what if i'm a bad manager and then tommy begs him for a chance just one shot so rocky gives him finally and invites him home for one of the here's home the thing meals. this conversation i was like i'm kind of into this i don't think that mm -hmm. they nailed it because of one specific reason this is karate kid 3 but it's yeah. not karate kid 3 because karate kid 3 would have had a flashback that revealed that tommy was one of the kids from rocky 2 that was oh. chasing him Right, two, ten, and that totally, would have been dope. And totally, like they act that's essentially his character, but instead they come up with this whack ass backstory for him. They right. had the setup, they loved the flashbacks, they loved especially this movie. Anything old, do it again. I was like, oh, that was a swing and a miss. The big miss that would have been dope. He would be like, hey, you look familiar, kid. Yeah, like, yeah, I was the one going, no, no, yeah. no. Oh, that would have been it. I was the one who vomited on your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would never bring back a kid from one of those scenes for. For any of these movies that would never happen sancho oh my god uh, oh, god damn it why do you do that <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to watch rocky six last night to get ahead of it for next week and i was like oh wow some decisions were made no, oh, so, so everybody out there knows made. next week nick is off for vacation so that means that uh he's writing the plot for me to read and i can't wait for that you have any time it, it happens too because i wrote so many things about andy in there that i just want to come out your mouth <laughs> I fucking hate this. God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. At dinner later that night, Robert tells his dad about the shit. coat thief, and Tommy tells him to pretend like the bully is a balloon. One pop, and that's all he'll go away. And he, and uh, uh, Adrian's like, we don't, that's not how we solve our problems here. And Tommy's like, that's exactly how you solve your problems here. Your husband is a professional boxer. Uh, Robert wants his dad to teach him how to fight. Tommy tells him the first guy he ever knocked out was his own father. And Rocky says, well, at least you had an old man to knock out. And they bond, and they're best friends forever. Uh, Rocky takes uh, a fast liking to Tommy and gets and gives him Robert's room. It's like, well, okay, this is moving pretty fast. 
Robert pulls out all of Rocky's old stuff, made a cool shrine to him downstairs, and Rocky just kind of blows it off because he's overjoyed with his new toy, Tommy. Again, like, this is one of those moments where it's like, like okay, let's give, <laughs> let's give the kid some character, right? Like, all right, he's this weird nerd. What did he do in this scene? I painted nerd. the room. I painted the whole... Why did they decide that him painting makes him a loser? Well, no, like, he set up, he set up the shrine. Weird, it's just he weird, said, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. And like, this, for how dumb this entire scene was, I had to take a, a step back. And, and really process my thoughts on this movie where I was like, again, I expected Catwoman. This is more Karate Kid 3. So I'm sitting here and I had I wrote down the note for as dumb as this movie is. Adrian was in a coma in Rocky 2. <laughs> so like, let's it. not act like these movies are more than they are. All right. I mean, but she, right there with a coma. she came to yeah, She delivered she the banger of the line. Hit no, it with that me, was Nick. incredible. Hit it with me, Nick. She oh, says, I, 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 just, come here. Come here. I need you to do me a favor. Come on, come on, win! Yeah, so fucking good. Uh, nothing like that in this movie, though. Of course, nothing. Uh, no, uh, no. Let's see. Uh, uh, Robert. Oh. Anyway, uh, next day, E beats Robert's ass again, uh, and then the next day, while well, Rocky heads to church to get a blessing from Father Carmine, and makes a nice cameo appearance here for Tommy. <laughs> so weird uh it's 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 getting like it's getting like mcu type cameos like oh he's (laughs) fucking back bro (laughs) that's crazy the surgeon from goddamn doctor strange one is in here too (laughs) (laughs) i I will have to say this was the first rocket movie that actually has a subplot i think i'm right about that this sun this whole underlying current of dealing with it so i kind of i kind of enjoyed that that there was a b plot i just think that it was just uh, the execution of it was sloppy because they settle they they built up the B plot with a montage and I have to give Sage Stallone some credit that when he's like really yelling at him it felt I like pretty it. authentic I liked it like his acting was pretty good RP Sage but the, the thing about I feel that it just I just wish they, they, they did more of was like let me see that it's affecting him through Adrian because as a parent when you deal with your kid, the other parent usually deals with the the backlash, or they deal with the, the like the results or the the fallout from it. And I wish we got more of that because I feel like Adrian's so underutilized in this movie, and she has been throughout the entire series because all she does is like Rocky. She's a voice of reason, but I wish she was more the voice of reason for um, Sage uh, Robert Jr. here. Uh, of course, Tommy fights in the same see the ass rings that Rocky did back back in the day, and he's losing because he's afraid. And Rocky tells him to let his fear burn like a volcano when it's ready to let explode all over the guy, heart and oh, fire. wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Tommy's like, uh, he's like, you, you, you know, make it explode all over him. Get real close to him, Rocky. All right, let's stop with that joke right now. Uh, Tommy gets all fired up and explodes. He knocks his opponent out to the song "Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go." <laughs> Straight up, dude. Straight it might up. As well, dude. Uh, we get a montage of Tommy training and climbing his way up the ladder and ranks as Robert tries to train with Polly, and he's like, "Well, that's not going to go well." Meanwhile, Union K is destroying Union Kane is destroying people. Uh, mm-hmm. Tommy, great bets- name. God damn, how do they come up with these fucking names? So good, it's good, incredible. Name. Good name. Uh, Tommy beats Rocky up the steps to the museum and starts wearing the stars and stripes shorts that Creed used. That to was wear. weird. That was it's weird. very weird. That's well, Why? you have to imagine Rocky gave it to him. It was like, "Hey, you should wear these shorts, right?" It could have been an interesting scene, but. Those should have been, I mean, honestly, if you want a real talk, those should have been the things instead of the stupid necklace. Yes. That should have been the thing. Like, Creed gave me these during my like my fight with uh, Clever Lang, right? That's right. when he gave him the shorts. He's like, to, and he's like, oh, he wanted me to emulate him and how he fights all that stuff. It's, I, you cool. know what? It meant, cool? meant a lot more. It would have been cool to see him lose, like, see like, Tommy Gunn lose a match or two, you know? Made him doubt himself and then let Stallone teach him 
like how to what to deal with loss or something like that but mm-hmm. the thing about i would have been also is like if he told his son these were apollo's shorts it means the world to me i love apollo because maybe see sage stallone let's retcon this movie see sage stallone build the shrine put up the the pants in a frame because he's a carpenter as well because then i don't mm-hmm. know sage stallone has a lot of free time so he, he builds cut glass <laughs> <laughs> he makes the frame and then and then he sees sage uh stallone sees his dad give these shorts away like wait a minute dad i thought those were mine like that was going to be my keepsake versus you giving to this new guy that literally is sleeping in, and he's sleeping in my bed eating my food type of beat like they could have explored that a little bit more what mm-hmm. i need a nick is the um, there to be a passing of the dice mm-hmm. we need somebody to give each other the dice from mm-hmm. uh from uh, last jedi we needed mm-hmm. to see those dice come back in some way you know yeah just absolutely. force it in here too it's mm-hmm. imp- it's wow i see what you do there force it yeah in. it's tim's ah, favorite thing wow. <laughs> favorite in the world uh the next day he tries to pick on robert again but this time robert, <laughs> he's betraying a man and he beats his ass into the ground and then to their credit robert goes hey why don't we just leave it right here and and he goes yeah man fine by me and then they're just best friends after that <laughs> honestly dude that's how it works honestly it is but it's not like is. this it's it's kind it's weird man like when we get to the christmas scene with oh i just Please get that. I kind of love. Well, I mean, but it's one of those things where, like, I don't, I don't know that I it ever really dawned on me. But we do get to that too. It's like, oh, they're all friends now. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Was the kid picked on him, and then Robert beat his ass and got his respect, and I was like, maybe we're just gonna hang out. I think um, what made me laugh the most was um, when when he says, "You just, you just want to end this right here." I thought he was like, "Do you just want to kill, kill me? You. Like, I'm gonna kill you right here." <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, "Oh, so they meant end like the beef, squash the beef." I got yeah. you. I thought it was like, "We can end this shit right here, dude." Like, I'm 12 years old, but I'm willing to commit murder on yes. this playground. <laughs> Very uh, 90s movie moment that I enjoyed. I like that. Uh, Robert, of course, rushes to the gym and tells his dad what he did uh, that he knocked out Johnny Drama from Entourage, but Rocky couldn't <laughs> care less. Man, uh, Johnny Drama, like as a kid. <laughs> has not really the, or whatever is yeah he has yeah. the stereotypical kid actor face oh yeah like mm-hmm. if you would have told me that that actor was in the goonies and, and also yep yeah like i just feel like he like that face has been in every child like you know sitcom and movie that yeah. we we've watched since we were kids you know like a 90s ai you type in 90s movie kit in his face yes 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 yes, yes uh duke put, turns it on real hard and recruits tommy to his side uh, tommy wins his latest fight and starts demanding a shot at the title polly tells rocky his ship has sunk he's like it's over man this guy's got his, his hooks into him tommy of course has moved on to greener pastures christmas time man and rocky's Let's trying go. to get a hold of tommy because tommy's supposed to be there uh but robert hangs out with e and the rest of the friends because they're just best friends now and he watches rocky make an ass of himself by trying to introduce polly as as santa claus and it's just a strange, it's so odd weird. spectacle. Uh, and then he tells Adrian he's going to give Tommy mixed necklace. <laughs> and a- even Adrian's like, "That's what? That's a terrible idea. That should go to your son. Uh, I just feel like, look, if we don't put this sequence in here, the movie's going to be like an hour and 10 minutes long. We got to extend this runtime a little would bit. Would have been fine. Would have been totally <laughs> oh, fine. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. Tommy accepts Duke's offer while Rocky tries to pass uh, Polly off as the drunken Santa uh probably again, the worst christmas scene in cinema history could have been i mean look i, I say that that's I a good that. call that's yeah. a good fucking that. call i'm gonna put that here 
<laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, I understand what they were going for. Again, I understand what they were going for. Like, Rocky's trying to be endearing. He's trying to, like, he knows that the kids don't think this is Santa. Yo, Obviously, yo, he yo. He says that. He knows that it's Polly, but he wants them to get in the Christmas spirit oh, and play oh, along. Oh. But they're just, yo, yo, just too yo. far gone. And his earring is just way too cool. So, I guess, important to note, this is a year after Russia. Yeah, it makes sense. Because Tommy's had, like, ten fights at this point, which... Yeah. Which you is know, weird because in, very box, strange. in boxing, you don't fight that much. I don't, that's what like these montages didn't make sense. Is like all of a sudden he would fight so many different fighters. And it's, it's like the montage was comical. I remember at one point he literally, the guy bounces off the ropes and he uppercuts him up into the air and it's like knocks him off of his feet. And I, I just, I just find it weird how he, they, they had, they could have just done less with more in this movie, just have him fight a couple of fights. And let him see, be like, we see the prospect in him. He could be a great fighter versus he's obliterating everybody. And Rocky's like, he doesn't deserve a, a title shot, even though he clearly does. Does that, clearly. Like, it, it, it should have worked that way. And one of the most interesting things I feel ab about this this Christmas scene, and this is where Sage actually does her his best work in, is that well, this is where I really felt like this is like ABC sitcom Stallone, the way he's like, reacting to this entire thing like he's just he's in or it's so fascinating because i feel like they could have captured that he's in over his head a little bit more like he doesn't know about training he doesn't know how to be a dad he's because even think about it the entire series rocky three he's literally not with his son at all and rocky four not with his son at all mm -hmm. basically almost so it's like this is the first time he's literally with him all the time because he has no job he's literally a trainer so and instead of being with him, he's training Tommy. So I wish that that could have been a cool thing to explore too. Uh, and of course, he says that to Rocky. He was like, "Why?" He's like, "You changed. He's like, you, you're the one who's changed. You said I'd be number one. You lied." And then he tells Rocky, "He's like, you, you should be the one to watch out for scams and deceptions, not me, because this guy. If you could change, we could change. We could change. Yes. Anyone could change. Oh, could change. <laughs> uh, for no reason, Duke comes over with Tommy to give him the bad news. Uh, Merry Christmas, Rocky. You're out. Rocky begs him not to sell out, but Tommy's already signed the papers and he's already got the cool." chevrolet or whatever that car is. hide the kids it's time to rage war god there i love is. this guy uh tommy te tears off and rocky loses it on adrian he's just he says i'm just another bum from the neighborhood now and she fires back she goes all those beatings you took in the ring i took them with you but tommy's not you he doesn't have your heart if there's something you want to pass on pass it on to your damn son uh rocky of course heads out and finds robert just ripping a heater with his friends and wearing that stupid earring and he apologizes for being an asshat the entire time he says quote i know i made a few mistakes but i would love to hang with you and just you uh, just you and me i swear to god it's just gonna be you and me this time and the kid's like all right that's all i really wanted to hear uh of course tommy gets a shot at union king and it turns out that union king is a paper champ he actually does not not a very good fighter and uh, duke's well, been handing him bad, he was hurt bad too. fighters the entire time and he was hurt mm -hmm. was he hurt yeah, he because it was like that was part of the press conference. It was like, yeah, he's they're like, what about you and you can't? He wasn't 100 percent. And then he's like, oh, you know, we had to have this fight. And that's when Tommy's like, wait a minute, am I being set up to be like, am I not as great as I thought it was? Because I mm. feel like that's the scam that Salone was talking about, or Rocky was talking about, that this guy's gonna scam you, he's gonna mislead you, he's going to um put you in this paper champion type thing. Cause that's why that he's like, I don't understand this conference is like, I'm the best. I just beat the champion, and, and and this crazy reporter gallery doesn't care. <laughs> you're nothing, kid. Yeah. Nothing. You're, it's like, you're, well, you're a reporter. Shut up. I don't just know. sit there and write the story, you weirdo. Hey, yeah, you're getting you're like, hey, you are. Are you a plant? <laughs> like, Listen. you are. Like, it seems like you're just trying to like, get drama or something. Yeah. Shit. Oh man, very very weird. Uh let's see. The audience. Uh, uh, 
well, he beats you in the cane. The audience boos. Uh, Wait, but so Rocky, I'm sorry. Before we get there, uh, we get the whole scene of like immediately after him with the kid being like, it's just me and you, kiddo, right. like all that shit. And then we see them watch the fight and Rocky just get transfixed by the fight. Yeah, he's and not paying attention to the Punching kid. along <laughs> with it. And like, dude, honestly, when it first started, especially right after but up against that scene, I was like, this is so fucking awkward and weird as shit. And it doesn't make any, <laughs> any sense at all. Uh, but then... As it keeps going on and the, the cuts between seeing the kids, seeing Adrian, seeing Rocky get more and more intense. And I was like, this is actually incredible. I oh, really I thought that it was like, I, really fucking great. I just think that it didn't make sense in its placement in the film. Right. Well, there's two things. It's like there Rocky starts acting weird when Tommy wins. <laughs> and then in this thing, I don't know why the, the, the crowd, like, I don't know why Adrian and Polly feel so like let him enjoy his people winning like that's what i thought when i was watching like let him enjoy he, he's not acting too strange he's just into it right? i don't think it was that i think they just felt bad for rocky right i think to me that was the whole point is like you wanted rocky to, to not watch the fight because you knew it was going to take a toll on him but and it did adrian, adrian i think plays it well where she i mean she lets him watch it and she understands but he's just going through it because he should be there with tommy um which he probably should have been there with tommy anyway he should have just been like yeah i mean this guy's gonna get you a title shot I should stay with you and train you and make sure you go through this and beat every single person that he throws at you. But instead, he's watching from his basement at home. Look at that little nuggy little nuggy. It's such, a, it's, such a, it's such a parody scene. Like, this feels like something done in a parody. We were like, yeah, the kid's going to look up real sad. And there's Rocky playing with his little 10-year-old oh, son right here. Oh, you little rascal. rascal. <laughs> you little rascal. <laughs> it's oh, so, it's, it's so such true. a wait, bizarre wait, wait. choice. I'm sorry. Did we forget to rate that? Is that I the montage of this to. movie? That is the Monty, right? man. The yeah. full Monty. Oh my the full gosh. Monty. Yo, Ladies and currently... gentlemen, welcome to the full Monty. Currently, Tim, do you have those rankings? I, I do. Have... Number okay, one, Rocky two and Rocky four are tied. Number two, Rocky one and three are tied. Oh, Can we shit. just decide that Rocky five goes last? Because yeah. like, yo, this is Damn. bad, man. And what makes it bad is the cuts to Duke. It goes right into his face. He's always like, yeah, like that. He's like, yeah. And I don't understand why they keep cutting to his face. The fighting is not great. Tommy is 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 a lughead in this, and it's the worst. This Man. this doesn't get me hype at all. I'm no close. hype at all. No hype at all. I'm trying to remember what else that actor did. Tommy? The Duke actor. No, oh, no, the Duke. Duke. The guy it, that he... plays Duke in this. And I want to say he's not the guy from Seinfeld, is he? Oh, is he? Is he the guy that played the Johnny Cochran lawyer, like style lawyer in Seinfeld? Dude, that I would make no so much sense. Because Don King is one. Like, I get why they were doing, like, they were trying to pull Don King. Okay, okay. For those of you who know, Don King is a very charismatic promoter. He was ahead of his time. He did the Thriller Manila. He, like, he's the guy that comes up with these great fights, especially um, for, for uh, not Thriller. Was it Thriller Manila? Was he around at the time? No, he was more of the Mike. Don King was Mike Tyson era. Sorry. Mike Tyson era was Don King, right? Don King, he he was the hype machine of the '90s. This guy could put make. He was so. He was cool. known for like taking a really massive cut from right. boxers, massive and he cut. was very controversial in that way. Very controversial. Had the hair as if he got blown up by an Acme Dynamite. The, the, this guy was boxing of the '90s, so it made sense for Stallone to write a character like this in this movie. But this dude is literally like. 1.5% what Don King was. He's nowhere close to as cool as Don King was and nowhere as impactful as Don King was. Um, How does that's it feel what, to be wrong, Sancho? What do you... 
He's not, look I at fucking this guy. love this guy. Look at Don King. This dude knew everything about promotion. He was the Apollo Creed of his time. Everything about Don. Granted, he, you know, not a lot of people liked him, but <laughs> but Don King w- w- was what they were going for with his character, and I oh. think. He's just one dimensional of this Duke character. Nick, did you find out if he's the he's guy not the same guy? Okay, he's exactly. not the same guy, unfortunately. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I don't think, but dang, yeah, I can't find oh, Jackie Charles is the guy's name. Oh, okay, different actor, but anyway, uh, to your to your point, yeah, this guy Don King, by the way, I think might have been a criminal too. Like, but didn't he like he steal? He was people? a sh- he was a shady dude. He's a shady, dude. mad shady dude. Oh, that's what you could do. Anyway, uh, let's see. I know, I know this guy from some is gonna piss me off, but I'll look it up later. Uh, anyway, the press, the, the press conference lays it out. Tommy says everyone knows Union King was a paper champ. You got to find someone, find a real opponent, and do tell Tommy's tells Tommy there's only really one way out of this. You got to fight Rocky and win. And he's like, Rocky's no, it's not happening. Anyway, he's like, you mean he's like, okay, fine, let's set it up with Rocky. And Duke's like, no, 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 let's go tonight. And he's like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so they head over to the pub <laughs> that night and challenge Rocky to a fight that night. Uh, and, we and were supposed to be brothers, Anakin. <laughs> that is I all the scene Anakin. was, man. Uh, oh, couple... wait, wait, wait. Nick, he's the older cop in the Big Lebowski. Remember the cop in the he was the Big Lebowski was like talking to him and they're sitting there and he's like the business papers and he's like in those Credence tapes. That's him. Oh fuck. Okay, <laughs> that's not what I'm thinking about him from, but I know, I, I know, okay. I gotta look it up because okay. this guy's been in a ton of stuff. Was but... he in Norbit? Is that the other movie that you're thinking about? No. Jason goes to hell. Maybe Jason goes to hell. <laughs> okay, Huge fan of that for sure. Fucking for sure. Norbit. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever hear the word Norbit again in my life. Well, guess what, Andy? Tim, do you want to tell him? Norbit in review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was Coming also in up. Godzilla. You I'm saw that movie for in review? Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, the guy's been in the I'll look it up later. Yeah, uh, sure. Anyway, uh, Rocky pulls the curtain. Uh, see, uh, a couple of bar goers see this whole thing go and ask Rocky if he needs help. And for no reason, Rocky looks at the two guys and goes, this ain't no pie-eating contest. And he's like, well, fuck you, Rocky. Yeah, dude. I'm just trying what? to get your back, bro. But okay. The fuck, man. And then I, I, I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh, my God, are they really just about to do this? Or is this the setup for the next scene? It's like, no, they're doing this. Then I start seeing guys with cameras and I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to televise it. And then as I say that to Gia, <laughs> they start televising it and we hear, mom, it's dad. He's on television. He's fighting. And I was like, I can't wait for in review. This is the best use of the dump tip shit ever. I can't believe they had live TVs ready to televise this street fight. It was Man, awesome. I'll tell you what. They're the cops were there. all there holding people back. Like, like, Let's go. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This fight's happening tonight. <laughs> Rocky hey. tells, he tries to tell Tommy, he's like, this guy's just using us. He's trying to get us in the ring to make money. And Tommy's like, I don't care. Then Paulie calls him a piece of garbage and Tommy knocks out his front tooth. And then Rocky steps up. He says, you knocked him down. Why don't you try knocking me down? And then uh, Duke Poor yells Paulie. in the ring. And then fucking Rocky says, my ring is outside. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they take it to the streets and Rocky just lets it on him and starts beating his ass into a chain link fence. And then Tommy gets to his feet and we got ourselves a street fight Do right outside think, of mixed gym. Did they add, I heard a lot of masters of the universe sound effects in this fight. Did you hear the same thing too, Nick? <laughs> no, I can go back and watch it, but I don't recall hearing that. I heard a lot. It, it, remember that in masters of the universe, which you guys should review one day masters of the universe with Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Oh. He man. And uh, he was fighting Skeletor. They had this moment of like when they're exchanging blades, it was like, 
this like screeching sound. And this was the same effects that they had in this fight. This fight was, was shot weird though. It was very crisp. And the when it goes into the flashback with uh, Mickey, he has this weird blue hue and it, it zooms in on his face in such an aggressive way. It's a horror it, movie. It freaks me out and it shows Dolph Lundgren and it's just like, and it's just it's I'll, scary. I'll tell you what I really didn't like about this fight because the rest of it's perfect. Like this whole this whole sequence is, is it, so flawless. Is it, is it though? It's perfect. Did um, you like the Russian leg sweep that Stallone pulls off in it too? Is that? Oh, what that was like that's actually an incredible <laughs> movie. What I really didn't. What I really didn't like. Move after. Yeah, I know. I really didn't like them trying to inject some sort of dynamism. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Where, where where they yeah. get where Duke is like. He's not as strong. Uh, uh, he'll never be Rocky. Like he, like they're trying to add like this kind of uh, similar to what happened at the end of of four when they're talking when Dolph Lundgren's like eight promoters in the corner are like you're a bum, you're a fucking like you know like mm, you're mm, a disappointment mm, of Russia. Mm. Having Duke trying to be that sort of antagonist towards Tommy Gunn and be like, no, Rocky, he'll never be as good as you are. Like I. It just it felt completely fat, flat for me. It's like don't don't try to add this in here. Too many elements. Let, let let this be what it is. It's stupid as fuck. Like we don't need to try to somehow feel sympathy for Tommy Gunn. This is all just really stupid. His uh, his winter his windbreaker was dope though. I like Tommy. It was, I mean his whole his whole look was incredible. Yeah, it was incredible. Uh, of course, Rocky gets knocked down. Polly screams for him. We get the ghost of Christmas past that comes and <laughs> haunts him for no reason. The whole thing is weird as shit. And then the ghost of Mickey screams at him. He ain't no machine. I don't hear no bell. Get up, you son of a bitch. Mickey loves you. Oh, no. The music's Payoff so bad, too. From behind. And Incredible Rocky's music. The music's so bad, dude. <laughs> says, I didn't hear no, rat, no bell. One more round. And then Rocky straight punches him in the back of the head and then starts fucking wrestling him. Uh, Tommy Only in America. Him. Only in America. Oh, there it is. Look at the, oh, I like it, Andy. That yeah, is dude, a dope windbreaker. This is the new, the other Twitch one that I ended up getting. I ended up getting this other Twitch jacket. It's it looks very good, cool, Andy. I, I like it. Bite ready. What, what's on the What's on the back? Nothing. Anything on the back? Nah, nah. nah that's true. Everyone but, in your shoes. But I, but I love that. Uh, that the uh, the pocket little uh, strings are all like purple, or, yeah. or they're all pink. Yeah. It's a little pink. Oh, you want to see the shoes? Yeah, yeah. Shoes. Mm -hmm. I'm down. Check out the. Check out the shoes, everybody. Check oh. out the yeah, These are the ones that Nick really, really hated. These are the ones that Nick uh, mind, liked a lot of shit about. Yep. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I like <laughs> the zebra. <laughs> I, I, I like it. I like it. You I missed like it. it. You missed it earlier. Nick was like, "How? Do, what do y'all think of this color on me? And he like showed his shirt and I just went, hmm. And he was like, no, don't fucking do that. <laughs> you can't hold me, man. You can't hold me. <laughs> Oh, man, we'll just skip to the end. Rocky wins. Uh, <laughs> Who gives a shit? The sexy just... sax Rocky theme kicks in this time after yeah. he wins. And I'm like, God, I love the fucking 90s, man. Tim, uh, you're just you're at the point where you're like, what's the theme going to be in the 2000s? I know. Like, I how know. are we going to evolve this? Are we going to get Pitbull on? Are we going to get oh. the Backstreet Boy? Like, who I knows? Rocky Balboa has has Pitbull yeah. in this. Really good um, stuff. Good we movie. do get one more scene here where Duke is like only only uh, goddamn only in America, and then Rocky squares off against him. He goes, "Touch me, and I'll sue." And Rocky goes, "Sue me for what? The rights to this movie? Who the hell would want that?" And then blasts <laughs> him into the stratosphere. And then we get another scene with Rocky and Robert running up the steps to the museum. Rocky gives his son Mickey's necklace and says, "You know, I've been running up these steps for twenty years. I never knew there were valuable pictures in this building." And Robert goes, "You're gonna love Picasso." And Rocky goes, "Yeah, well, I love almost everybody." 
I love that. And they that go, was, it's was a, a very good line. line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Almost yeah. everybody, you know? Like, and like, then we get the most perfect credits mm-hmm. for this movie. Not perfect credits in general, just for this movie. Yeah. We just get every single mo- like scene that mattered in any Rocky movie in black and white as the credits go. We never hit the, the white on black credits the entire way through. We're just getting every mm-hmm. single moment that happens in these movies while the lamest pop song plays. Elton and like John, dude, it's, a man. it's so funny where it's like, Tim. oh man, y'all went, y'all lost it here. You fucked it up. How dare you, Tim? Because this is the same Elton John. <laughs> This is the same Elton John that gave us that banger of a song from Lion King, right? And that they were like, we want this moment right now. Mm-hmm. We want wh- mm-hmm. which one was it? Hakuna Matata? No, what did he do? Yep, yep. Elton John, Hakuna uh, Matata. Feel the love okay. tonight. Can That's right. You feel the love tonight. Exactly. Can, Can you feel the love tonight? Tonight. To me, this credits just it told me when I was watching it, and I watched it again, and if I cannot remember that Rocky Balboa was coming, that this is the end. Like mm-hmm. this is it. This is our goodbye. Thank you so much for coming. That's how you read it, and I hated it. it like I read it like this, Ancho. Remember all the other cool stuff we did? <laughs> <laughs> you how, like about that a, how about that A score, that A plus cinema score when y'all leave the theater? How, come so, on. so here's the deal. When the same time I watched another movie called A League of Their Own. Okay. Oh, great a movie! Great movie. Is in the other's perspective of this entire uh, venture. Great sports movie. Now, at the end of that movie, they did this as well, but they used the actual pictures of the oh, from the All American League, right? From amazing. That. And that is how you do what they wanted to do. All right, this movie just shoves it in your face and says, "Yes, look at all the cool things we did, and look how far we come." This is a garbage uh, trash on fire. I love to see it. Now it's time to get to all the fun little podcasts within a podcast, Andy. Please hit it. Seven syllables in the middle. Oh, you right. need five for the first and last line. I do. If it's not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. The Haiku and review. Haiku and review. Copeland. That was incredible, guys. Y'all killed that. Of course, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny to write your reviews in haiku form just like Joshy G did. The angel whispers, get up, you son of a bitch, because Mickey loves you. Such <laughs> a wasted go. line. Such a wasted dope line. Yeah. Color on me. <sighs> you're right. You're right. Hit us with the ragu opo. Ragu. Oppo. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rad Guys Talk, the opponents of the Rocky franchise. We'll just put him at number six. I don't even know why we're yeah, bothering with it. You're right. I wait, well, I don't know. So oh, 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 I don't here know. we go. Number Listen. one, Apollo Listen. from Creed two. Number two, Drago. Number three, Apollo from Creed one. Number four, Clubber Lang. Sasha, where are you at with this? Listen, knowing where Rocky six is, and I know Nick just saw it, but I know I like Tommy. We, ha- we, we can't I rank that like, yet, though. We don't know, know where that is. I'm going to put Tommy last, not at six. But I like Tommy. Okay, okay. I like Tommy because he himself looked good. He looked like a, like a Stallone character. Like he looked, he fought like Rocky. He looked really good in terms of the way he was like just kind of like just moving people into the corner. And the only thing, his only downfall was that he didn't have any acting experience. This was his first role. And for him to be in this seat, so I, I I give him a five. And the only thing I it would have made the anime turn harder is if that we he got closer to Stallone and he was more char- like more charming. And that's not his fault. It's just he just couldn't 
he couldn't perform that well. I'll 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 say this. I don't. I always feel like I'm I'm pretty decent in knowing when somebody's never acted in their life. And to me, this just felt like late '80s, early '90s acting. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the read of this dude's never had an acting role in his life. He's just an actual real boxer, and they're taking him from the ring, and it's like auditioning him for this part. I, I to me, it, it kind of just felt like a lot of other cheesy '80s and '90s acting that we've gotten from a lot of other actual professional actors. Uh, so I do want to shout that out for him because I never had, I never once felt like, oh my god, this is unbearable. Like it was never. Lucas Black <laughs> fast uh, at Tokyo Drift levels for me, you know. Can E be a part of this? Can it be Tommy Gunn and E? That's or my thing. It... Is if we add my boy Washington Duke, it's a little higher for me. But even then, even then, I do think overall it, it still lands in last place. Oh, if I'm being honest. I okay. Uh, if we're all agreement with that, before we move to the yeah. next podcast within the podcast, which is uh-huh. the final fight, 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 the final fight hype. Oh, Andy, deep song. We'll rank the fights. Is it hype? Or boring? Did we rank Currently, Rocky Four? Number did. one, Rocky okay. Four. Number oh. two, Rocky Two. Number three, Rocky. And number four, Rocky Three. It's some hype in this, man. I'm going to be no. fucking real. It's dumb as shit. It's dumb as shit. But when we get the fucking 90s Rocky theme, we get all the stupid shit. It's stupid. Oh. It's stupid. But I've had problems with a lot of the final fights. I don't think any of them really are that special when you get down to it. Having said that, I still put it at number five. <laughs> yeah, I think this is number five. Only because you just don't you don't care. What are the stakes on this fight? Pride? Who cares? These guys, like, you know what I mean? It's like Tommy's <laughs> going to have two, three more fights than probably can be done. Rocky's broke. Who gives a shit? There's nothing really at stake here. Yeah, it's a good point. It's, 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 um, it's, like you, it's like you wish that this fight could have knocked Tommy out of his perspective and, and, and proven to him that, hey, all you really need is heart. Like, all you're lacking You're right, is heart, Lou Russo. You're all right. Which is, <laughs> but it's not. Tommy walks away from this and, like, he's, you know, he didn't really learn anything. Rocky didn't really learn anything. I don't know. It's kind of boring. I do love that Rocky just starts throwing wrestling moves out of nowhere. It's like, well, you've been training some <laughs> Thunderlips, dude. Thunderlips, baby. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but at the end of the day, I just want, when they start this fight, I just want it to be over. I want the whole movie to be over by this time, and that's not good. <laughs> I remember when I, I was going to say, when I remember when I was a kid, I thought Mickey's moment hit harder when I was a kid. It just didn't hit for me here. Yeah. It, 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 it just, it was the most emotionless like moment that I've ever felt in Rocky's series. And it's just bummer that it was Meredith Burgess that was behind it. Now it's time to rank the Rocky movies. Currently, number one is Rocky 2. Number two is Rocky 1. Number three is Rocky 3. Number four is Rocky 4. Where would we put Rocky Five? Dude, at five. five. It's last, man. For it's sure. just it's it last. Is. Although it's not Seven, sixth. Eight, nine, it's not ninth. It's not no. It is ten. it is fifth. It deserves fifth. Ten. <laughs> put it at ten. <laughs> <laughs> put it down there at the very bottom. Again, it felt like a Saturday night live performance from Stallone. There was nothing redeeming in this movie. It was. It, it's a travesty. It should have never been shown. But as always, only in America, baby, we would get this. Only kind of in movie. America, only baby. in America, we would get this. Oh, hey, how much? Wait, how much money did it make? What was the box office for this? The one twenty something. One was one twenty. Oof. <laughs> yeah, that was a tough one. But I mean, but to be fair, they it doesn't they get didn't... much better for the next one either. 
box to be, office. To be fair, they didn't really need uh, to make much money back on this because they shot most of it on the streets in Philadelphia without permits. What? Like, we'll put some, <laughs> just put some car lights on them. We'll just shoot this like it's a uh, yeah, like it's an indie film. It's super easy. So oh, that was man. Rocky Five interview the new rankings. It's number five. Uh, but we're gonna return next week with Rocky Balboa, the sixth and final Rocky movie, before returning to this interview next year. For Creed 1, 2, and 3. I'm very excited for all of this. Where are they going to go? 16 years, Andy, until Rocky Balboa. What no, the fuck? No, no, no. It's, it's it not where, it's, no, no, no. It's not where are they going to go. It's where is Nick going to go with can his we, plot yes. telling. Yes. That's a good point. I'm excited for that. But please, can I say this? Mm-hmm. As someone who's first time joining in review, can we add over the top? Can we add over the top? Absolutely not. Can is that the arm wrestling movie? Not. Please, not please, it's so good. It's, it's so good. good. It's so good. Please, guys. please, really take my birthday present. It deserves <laughs> to be on this list. It Look, deserves maybe, to be on this list. Maybe May 26th, Kevin's birthday, 2023. <laughs> if enough people remind me, if there's enough demand, we'll do over the top in review as please. part of Rocky in review. <laughs> Uh, I love but you, thank you guys. I love you, Kevin. Thank, thank you for hanging out with us, Sancho. Where can people find you? You can find me at everything at Sancho West. I love the vibe, and of course, you can see me on PS. I love you, XOXO, yeah. coming to at the same time of today. So, thank you so mm-hmm. much for love. Mm-hmm. Great stuff for everybody, Nick. We're going to miss you for the next one. Uh, I'll be back for over the ranking. Top. Send me all your. I need all your rankings for all the different podcasts. Right, sounds stuff. good. I will. Will do. Don't worry about that. Hell yeah, you. I got you covered. Very, very excited. Until next time, I love you hey. all. Bye. Keep on punching.